This is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Welcome to the Homeschooling with Technology show. Your host, Meryl Vandermerva, loves using technology to streamline her life and to make lessons more engaging. She is a graduated homeschool mom and teaches homeschoolers at her local co-op classes and online at fundafundaacademy.com. Whether you are tech-challenged or someone who loves technology, this show is for you. And here's your host, Meryl Vandermerva. Hello, and welcome to the Homeschooling with Technology podcast. I'm your host, Meryl Vandermerva, and today I'm going to be explaining to you how your children can create online choose-your-own-adventure games. I'm assuming that you have all used some choose-your-own-adventure book, perhaps, at some point. If you haven't, let me just briefly explain. Choose-your-own-adventures are really fun in the fact that as you read a book, you get to participate. So you would read a page or two, and at the end of the page, it will say, do you want to turn left or do you want to turn right? If you want to turn left, you'll go to a specific page. If you want to turn right, you'll go to a different one. And you go to that page, and then the adventure will continue. And at the end, it will say, are you going to eat the banana or the pear? If you want the banana, go this page, pear, go the other page. And so you progress through the book, and sometimes your adventure ends well, and sometimes not so well. The fun thing about it is you can go back and you can replay it, make different decisions, and the outcome is different. Obviously, technology really lends itself to creating choose-your-own-adventure games online. And although the ones that you and your children will create will most likely not be as complex, you can still make some really fun games. I'm going to tell you about three different websites that you can use to do this. And I will encourage you to see if you can work this into your homeschool in this coming week and see what your children can turn out. So the first website is a UK-based one, and it's textadventures.co.uk. All the links that I'm mentioning now will be in the show notes. You can find the show notes at homeschoolingwithtechnology.com and look for episode 50. So when you get on to textadventures.co.uk, you are going to see a couple of different options. I'm going to tell you briefly what they are. I only use one of them, and I would definitely suggest you start out with this one. If you do go on and try the others, I would love to see what your children create. So the first thing is you can either do it online or you can download um, software. I have never downloaded any of these software. I just do it always online. You will see there's an option to do Quest or Squiffy. I always select Quest. Squiffy is a text-based adventure. It's very similar to what we'll be doing with Quest, but um, it's more kind of minimalistic and a little bit sort of more programmatic. I think the way I'm going to tell you is the one that has the most help for first-timers. So once you don't select Squiffy and click on Quest, you will see there's a button in the middle of the page which says you can play, you can do it online. Then you will see as you're starting to create it that you put a name in and there are two different options on how to play. One of them says text, the other one says game book. Text is going to be a text-based adventure, but it's one of those like the early adventure games. If you listened to my very first episode when I told you about the ones I used to play, 
those are the kind where you wander around different rooms and as you explore your room it's just all text-based but there will be objects and you can collect the objects and then use those objects in ways later on so you will be um, using one or two word commands to actually manipulate those objects I think those will make really fun games however it's going to take a long time to create but if your children uh, are into that kind of thing by all means, do explain to them they can do that too. But that's not the way I've used it. Instead, when I'm using it for my online classes, I use Gamebook. And in fact, just this previous week, um, my US history students have had to turn in an online game. We were studying early Native American tribes. We're doing, say, American history. So I wanted them to do the pre-Columbus to go and do investigation about the tribes. And obviously, I want the different students in the class to also learn about um, different tribes. It's not just the one that they're researching. And I was trying to come up with an interesting way for the students to present their research to each other in the class. And that's when I thought about using a choose your own adventure game. So they have to create one and they obviously have a rubric with different things they have to include in it, but they can turn it into whatever adventure they want. Many of them do a time travel one where, you know, you're landing in there and all the things that happen to you before you end up getting back into the current year. Um, the nice thing about the game book one is, first of all, I think it's pretty self-explanatory as you go through it, but you can include uh, visuals. So you can include videos and you can include uh, photos as well. So they were encouraged to try and um, to create things, to put things in. They could use a map, whatever they wanted. And as you go along, you just ask questions and it's just really like multiple choice. Um, just like I explained how the books work. So what you would do is you would say, you see a path in front of you. There is a fork to the left and the right. Down the left fork, you can hear drums beating. Down the right fork, uh, you can hear birds chirping. Which way do you want to go? And then you have just a little link and it says left or right. And then the person playing it chooses that way. And then maybe if it's drums beating, as you click on the link, perhaps there's a little video with drumming from that tribe or whatever it is. And then perhaps, um, you will then ask them another question. You could even use a video that has uh, information in it. And after you've watched the video, then the people have to choose based on what they've learned. So um, if they haven't understood correctly, perhaps they go down a path that leads them uh, into danger. Whereas if they've understood what they've just listened, maybe that will help them to get out safely, whatever it is. But it's, it's, very, it's a very fun way to let your children be creators and not just consumers of games. The good thing about this is that they are fun for other people to play. So like in my class, um, the students create them and then they each play a few other people's games, which means that they get to learn in a fun, interactive way about different tribes. Obviously, they're not going to learn about every Native American tribe pre-Columbus because there were many, but they will get to learn about a few different ones in a way they may actually a, enjoy and be remember. Once your children make it, it's just a link. You can easily send it to family and friends, share it amongst your homeschool groups you're in, whatever it is. Um, I would obviously love if your children do create these to share with us in our Facebook group, just to remind you that we have a homeschooling with technology 
community on Facebook. So go find us uh, or find the link in the show notes and join and share anything cool that your kids have made. Specifically this week, I'd love to see some choose your own adventure games. My geography class, I get the students to take one country in uh, Southeast Asia and they have to make a game showing that they understood the culture and what they can find in that country through the game. So those are just some examples. You could obviously do it on just about any topic imaginable. Uh, I'm going to include a link in the show notes to a video in case your child wants to get excited and go and create one of those text-based ones with the objects. And you can see how to do that too. But I say the easiest way, and it really is kind of follow your nose, not very difficult, is to just make, um, is to choose the game book option. So make sure game book. The other ways are much more work. Then a second way to create choose your own adventure games is to use Google Slides. Now, if you listen to my episode on Google Slides, that was one of the advanced options that I gave. So if you go there, you can actually watch a video that shows you how to do it. But just to recap briefly, what you will do is you'll have a slide and on the slide, there'll again be choices that they can click this one or that one. And then all you do is you instead of hyperlinking to a website on the slide, you will hyperlink to the actual slide. And you'll see that is an option in Google Slides to tell it which slides to go to. And that way you just move between slides. So um, it works a little differently the way it will appear on the screen, but it's still uh, a choose your own adventure and it's still easy to create and easy to play. I haven't had my students create these, but I have used them. I think I bought one on Teachers Pay Teachers. I remember this one to do with the Cold War that they actually play along and um, another teacher created this. So again, if you're a co-op teacher or parent with many children, you may even want to make some of these and give them to your children to play. And depending on how well they've understood the work will depend on the outcome of the game for them. Then just the final one I want to talk about which is more complicated. I have seen it. I have tried some of their games. I haven't tried to create them, nor have I asked my students to. It is called Twine, and you'll find it at twinery, T-W-I-N-E-R-Y.org. Again, all these are free, obviously. And this is, again, a text-based adventure, similar to the Squiffy um, or the the other type of quest game, the text-based one, on textadventures.co.uk. This one, though, you can do it without having any programming knowledge, but if students do know how to program or if they want to add to it, once they've got the basics down, there is the opportunity to take it a little further and um, start to add in CSS. And I think it works with a little bit of JavaScript. So there is added complexity if you have a very techy child who would like to take it even further. So there are three different options. Um, As I said, the two easy ones are using the text adventures, use the game book option of their quest, or doing it on Google Slides. And whatever you do, I really, really would love to see some of the creations of your children. So um, please do come join our Facebook group and post there. Just want to ask you again, if you have a moment to leave us a rating and review on iTunes um, or your podcast player on your iPhone, those all work in conjunction with iTunes or go on to Stitcher. And I look forward to seeing you again, same time, same place next week. 
Thanks for tuning in to Homeschooling with Technology with Meryl Vandermerva. Visit her at fundafundaacademy.com and homeschoolingwithtechnology.com. Homeschooling with Technology is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network.